Winning. Pick. Weekly. Smith for the win. RunGK. What's good, everyone? Welcome to the NFC preview for Winning Picks Weekly. If you have any interest in the AFC episode, that's already out. If you have any interest in any long-term bets for college football, that's out. Big 10, Big 12, ACC, SEC. We also have Week 1. That's that already dropped as well uh, for, for college. And here we are. we got the AFC preview next week. We'll have the week one preview. Man, I it's getting I've I had a hoodie on for a little bit today. Uh, sweatpants. <laughs> it's officially football weather. Life is good right now. Greg, let's just start let's just start off hot here. Sure. The NFC is 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 a flaming pile of trash. And on that note, let's start with the NFC beast. And let me know how you think that's going to fold because everyone's taking the Eagles, the champs, to return. Then we have the Frisky Giants. Then we have the New Age Washington Commanders. And who can forget about whatever's going on uh, in Dallas? Yeah, I mean, I think it's Eagles all the way again. I think they're loaded. Um, another year of experience. A Super Bowl run last year. I ended up falling up a little short, but... Um, yeah, I think, I think they're gonna, I don't like to bet them to win the division. Cause I think there's just, I don't like laying a number. Minus 115. For, yeah. I don't, I don't like doing that. I threw them in a couple parlays. Um, but I, I, my, I think my big surprise out of this is I, I like the giants and you know, them. And I think Minnesota had like a lot of like close one score game wins that went their favor. A lot of people talk use that as a talking point for regression. Um, I think Brian Dable is good, obviously. So I think he's leading this team and building this team right. Um, you know, the Wing Martindale off defense looks pretty strong. They're adding some pieces that are clutch for them. And I think they're building. I think they're building and improving. I mean, they made the playoffs last year, got that win against Minnesota. Um, I don't think the Cowboys are very good. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but yeah, and the Washington Commanders at the bottom. That's how I got it going. What about you? So I actually agree with everything you said, except for maybe the Eagles. Maybe we're giving them a little too much credit, not really thinking about how all their coordinators are gone. I, I, I do sense some regression there. I actually like the Giants to win the division at plus 700. If you think that's being crazy, they're plus 310 to make the AFC wild card. The, the Giants are a really good pick for me. And even if you do like the Eagles, I would wait on it. Unless you think they're going to, you know, they're going to run the table and just be hot from the very beginning. But if they stumble at any point, it's going to be better than minus 115. Minus 115 is tough uh, yeah. to, win, to win a division from now. Cowboys, I agree. I think they stink. Plus 175 is horrific odds for them. I wouldn't touch that. Commanders, I'm not taking to win the division at plus 1300. But, yo, I, I like the Commanders to be third over the Cowboys. I don't know if that's a super hot take. But I, I think, I, I, think they, I think they're going to be in third in this division. Of course, I believe the Eagles should win the division, but I'm taking Giants, Eagles, 
Commanders, Cowboys. Yeah, for me, if I were to bet anything, I would bet the exact order. I would bet Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, Commanders, plus 850 on FanDuel. You know, throw 20 bucks on that. Have a nice couple hundred, 150 bucks, 160 bucks at the end of the season to play with. Um, That's why I like have, Giants to make that wild card. Because if they win yeah. the division, it was a miraculous year. If they win the wild, if they get into the wild card, that's how it should have been. And that's plus 310. Yeah, and I think like we were kind of saying in the AFC preview, I mean, if you're going to be a playoff contending team, chances are you're going to need double-digit wins. I like the Giants alternate over 9.5 at plus 300. That's how I would bet the NFC. That's how I am betting the NFC if I were going to be betting the NFC East. So Giants over 9.5 plus 300. Have the Eagles in the division parlay. I'll give it at the end. And then exact order, Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, Commanders, plus 850. All right, let's move on to the North, where I know we're going to have a lot of disagreements. Because uh, yesterday, I, uh, when we were doing the AFC preview, I mentioned the Lions like a dummy. But here we are, anxious to talk about the the, the, the Lions, the equivalent of the Jaguars, and from my, you know, <laughs> dumb gambling brain, my weird lens. They just they're the same to me. Uh, yep. I can't believe they are also favorites to win the division at plus one forty five. That that that's insane. I, I don't care what anybody says. That's that's literally insane. The question is, who are you up against, right? It's kind of when you're doing the NFC North, you're kind of, you know, when you're when you're taking a quiz, you're just taking out process of elimination. Like this, this just can't be it. So it has to be this. For me, I want to start with the line. This, this can't be it. But for argument's sake, let's leave them. Everybody else has serious question marks. You mentioned the close game that the Vikings had last year. Yep. Can they repeat that? Do you know they lost Dalvin Cook? Now they're rocking out with uh, Madison, who has never played a full season. Yep. I'm pissed that Dwayne McBride's on the practice squad, but at least he's still around. <laughs> so shout out to him. Then we have Green Bay, question mark with Jordan Love. I just feel like the rest of the team is going to play better because of all the Aaron Rodgers hype, because they probably feel slighted. Like they're going to, like the defense is going to play better. Everybody's going to, everyone's going to be like trying to help Jordan Love. Sure. So I think yeah. Jordan Love's pretty good too. Yeah, me too. I, I you know he, I wanted him or Rogers. I've been saying yeah. that since November, so I you know he's fine. And then the Bears, right? Like they made a really good trade. They got more in here now, and they're supposed to see Justin Fields take you know the next step. Their defense is pretty good. They run a lot, hold the clock. Like I, I was thinking early on, I was taking the Bears a lot, and then I started all right, like coming down a little bit. Like all right, let me just take the Vikings in some parlays. Like let me just dumb it down a little bit. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be a hater. Let me just touch the Packers in in one or two. But at no point that I ever considered taking the line. So talk me, talk me into your Lions right now. I know, I know you love them. I do like them. I don't like them enough to bet plus 145. I agree with you. Like the Lions being the odds on favor to win the division before the season is just nuts. I have them in a to make the playoffs uh, parlay. But this division is just there's so many question marks across it that it's one of those that I didn't really touch it. Um, I think the Bears are going to be much improved on the offensive side of the ball because of DJ Moore. I don't know like People get hyped up on clips and videos online in preseason, like some big plays. Like you're going up against second and third string guys in the preseason. When real teams are out there, 
you need a lot more than two or three guys on any side of the ball to make a big impact. So I think the Bears were pretty competitive last season. I think they're going to be competitive again this season. But to win the division is tough. To make the playoffs, even for me, is tough. Like, you know, I see them getting six, six, seven wins maybe. I think that's a pretty good season, a step in the right direction for them. Green Bay is another one that you can kind of talk me into. Same thing with the Vikings. But I think there's also just so many major red flags with both those teams. Like Minnesota's defense wasn't very good under Kevin O'Connell to start. Um, I know uh, under Zimmer, their defense has been good. They kind of fell off to the towards the end of his tenure th- there. I don't know what I'm getting from this offense besides Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. And I don't well, know listen, what I'm getting these, from Green Bay. All these question marks, like I, because I, I, I want you to answer this. All these question marks. Every single team in the NFC stinks. So, like, yes, they all have question marks. So we can go through every team, and you can you talk like that, right? Like, you just you just were going through them. Yeah. If you have question marks, you don't know how it's going to look. But but we have to just compare to how bad and how putrid the NFC is. So yeah, no, no, it's I, true. I, I think the I, I think the Bears could sneak in with you said six seven wins. That's why I wanted to cut you off. You, you said six seven wins. What if you're wrong by one or two wins? I that's that's wild card in the NFC. That's nine nine wins. I feel like is wild card the NFC right? Or am I crazy? Am I like understanding? No, I, no, I think there's definitely a wild card team that can make it with nine wins. I don't think you're going to get two or three wild cards with nine wins. And I yeah. could be, I, I don't know how it's going to go. Like the, the Packers can end up with 10 wins. I wouldn't be surprised. The Vikings can end up with 11 wins. I wouldn't be surprised. The Bears could end up with 10 wins. I would be a little bit more surprised. But again, it's not <laughs> out of the realm of possibilities. It's a non zero chance. So I what just think the that there's. The Lions, I think, are I again. I don't know if they're going to win the division, but I think they're going to get ten or eleven wins. I think there's more. There's more questions I would, that would be answered the most with the Lions for me. I would be the most shocked with that, dude. Jared Goff is a beast at home and inside the dome. So when he plays against the Vikings, when he plays against other teams inside, he does very well. I think they have a true legit wide receiver one in Ahmad St. Brown. Um. I think we both like what they did on the offensive side of the ball with Sam Laporta and Jameer Gibbs. Don't you say Laporta against me. How dare you? I think David Montgomery (laughs) is a phenomenal guy to bring in to try to take that Jamal Williams role. I mean, you you talked about all last season. Jamal Williams, you know, led the league in touchdowns last year for this team. Phenomenal offensive line. So I think we have more questions answered with the Lions offense than we do with any of these offenses in the NFC North. So, I like the line. I like the Lions. Like I said, to make the playoffs, maybe to make a little bit of a run, but I'm not touching anything in this division just because they're just. It truly is. I think the hardest division to handicap uh, going into the season. Harder than the AFC East. I think so because I think I think with those teams, you know, it's going to be tough, but you know what you got. You know what you got with the Buffalo Bills. You hopefully know what you got with the Green Bay or the with the Jets. I think you know what you got with Miami, and I think you always know what you got with New England. It's going to be a tough matchup. I have no idea. I'm, I don't know. I have no idea if the Packers are going to have three wins or 13 wins. Like, I just don't know. And then that's true about the Vikings. It's true about the Bears. Okay. I see your NFC North, and I raise you the NFC South because I have no clue what's going to go yeah. on any one of these teams. For me, I'll just tell you my favorite is the Carolina Panthers. Of course, we got my boy Shaq Leonard. I just think their defense is going to be really good, especially with Brian Bar- uh, Barnes. 
they are going to be a solid defensive team. I just don't know if I trust their offense at all. I know they yep. got Miles Sanders now to go along with uh, Chuba Hubbard, so they're going to be trying to run a lot. They lost DJ Moore, we know. I, I mean, we'll see. Big piece. Yeah, it, I don't know. I don't know we're going to get there. I don't know what we're going to get from Desmond Ritter being quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. Everyone's telling me B. John Robinson and Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Like, sounds good, guys. <laughs> like, it's Desmond Ritter. Like, you could have gave Zach Wilson last year, for example, anyone on earth, and it wouldn't have worked. And I feel yep. like that's what's going to happen in Atlanta. I don't care how good B. John Robinson is in Texas. I really don't care. There's nothing to do with him and on the Atlanta Falcons getting absolutely killed by the Saints defense. Right? So at least the Saints defense, we know what's going to happen. But you have confidence in this offense. Like, there's a lot of players. Like, we're talking fantasy a little bit. That's been going on in our lives now. Like, you know, we have Kamara and Jamal Williams, who you just mentioned, and Derek Carr. It's... It's different out there. Or Chris Olave, your boy Michael Thomas. <laughs> I bet you can't wait to draft this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know what's crazy. You keep touting Michael Thomas or pronouncing Chris Olave, Chris Olave, Chris Olave. Oh, yeah, both Olave, of them. Both Olave. of them got me twisted a little bit. But the biggest thing with the Saints team, John, that I don't think people realize, there's two things I don't think people realize with the Saints. The Saints defense was stout last year. We're talking about third on completion percentage, second on passing yards per game, third on passing yards per attempt, fifth in total yards per game. Like, they're, they're stout defense, and they lost Lattimore for a good portion of the season last year. So he's coming back. They drafted a pass rusher out of Notre Dame in the second round. This defense, I think, is going to be pretty good, and they're going to keep them in games. Now, you add, you take out... Jameis Winston, who we all love, and Taysom Hill, you add in Derek Carr. That's a big thing for people. Taysom Hill's still there, bro. Taysom Hill's still there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, James, <laughs> oh, James Winston's still there, I think. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I think he's still there, too. But I think Derek Carr's big, I think he's a big-time improvement over those guys. I know that's controversial for some people. I've always been that Derek Carr is good. Two years ago, you know, second in the league in passing. Um, last year, down year. Okay, I think he's going to be good. When they're talking about bringing him to the Jets, I heard from you. I heard from everyone. He's not good in the elements. He's not good in cold. Even though he played seven games in his 10-year career in cold weather, everyone's bringing up those seven games. Irregardless of who they played, you know, they're playing top-notch defenses, but they kept talking about, oh, the defense, the defense, the the cold, the cold, the cold. No one brought up who they played. But either way, Derek Carr can't play in the cold, apparently. Now, he's in a dome. He's in New Orleans. He's fine. I think he's going to be good. The last point I want to bring up about the Saints and why I'm so uh, high on them, going into the season, again, we don't know how these teams are going to perform. So take this with a grain of salt. They have the easiest schedule, I think, in the NFL. They play no one serious throughout the whole entire season. To your point, I think the other three teams in this division aren't great. You play them six times. You then have the NFC North, which we just talked about with Minnesota, Chicago, Green Bay. The Lions are maybe going to give you a tough game, but again, you're in a dome with Derek Carr. That should be good. Tennessee week one, I think is really the hardest game they're going to play all season. They get <laughs> them season. at home. I think so. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know if you want me to mic Francesa this, but Carolina, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, New England, that's maybe a tough one. Houston, yeah. Jacksonville, maybe Jacksonville's a tough one. At Indy, 
Chicago, Minnesota, Atlanta, Detroit, Carolina, the Giants. Maybe the Giants are a tough one. Minnesota. At, at the Rams, at Tampa Bay, at Atlanta. Again, with Minnesota, we don't know. But they end Green the season Bay. again with the Rams, Tampa Bay, and, and, and uh, Atlanta. Going into okay. the season, they have the easiest schedule in the NFL. 32 out of 32 okay. according to power rankings. So I think they're set up. They're going to run the ball with Jamal Williams. They're going to wait until Kamara comes back. They're going to utilize him. I think Olave is a stud receiver, top 15 guy. The running and backs are fire. Michael Thomas is there. Let's go. I back don't know what he's going to do, but he's there. He is there. Well, okay, this is going to sway me a little bit. What are your thoughts on Adam Thielen? You think he's, you think he's going to be able to move the ball in Carolina for, for Young? Because then that's fire. Like, yeah. Miles My, Sanders and Adam Thielen, that's, they can move the ball a little bit like that. I don't like Miles Sanders. Adam Thielen is a big-time get for me in best ball. If you're doing best ball leagues, you know, underdog or whatever it might be, late rounds, we're talking 18th, 19th, 20th round. Like, if you looked at the preseason against the preseason, so who knows how true it's going to be during the season. But I think he had like a 30-something percent, like 38% target share from Young when Young was passing the ball. That's insane. So if he gets that type of production, I think you have Mingo and a young draftee um, who's more of a deep, big-body threat than Thielen. Thielen's your veteran guy. Thielen you're going to leave on. I think they have Hayden Hurst there too. Might lean on him a little bit at the tight end position. But I think Thielen's going to get a lot, a lot of share in this passing attack, whatever it might be. I just don't know what it's going to be with Bryce Young in the first season. Yeah, we'll see. I might have to trust him week one now that Cooper Cup is dead, but that's neither here nor there. I think he's going to be pretty good to start. Pray for Cooper Cup's hamstrings. Anyway. Yeah, you like me Olay in that on, a, was it on a, an R League? Took Tyreek Hill. You took Cooper Cup right after. I was like, dude, what are you doing? I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. You're a sucker for Cooper Cup. I, I mean, hey, I can't blame him. He's number one overall potential. Have you seen Matt Stafford's hair? Come on. No. I no, I'm just kidding. Do <laughs> you know who his roommate was? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Do you know where he went to high school? <laughs> All right. The NFC West. Okay, let's do it. The most interesting division. Second most interesting in the NFC because you kind of know what you got. Sure. You got nothing in the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Literally nothing. They're trying to lose. If anyone out there, like I was listening to someone today, they were drafting and they took someone on the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, they took Hollywood Hollywood Brown and they're like, well, Kyler Murray's going to throw in the balls. Like, dude, Kyler Murray's not playing all season. And they got rid of Colt McCoy on purpose. He could come back after week four. Kyler Murray? Mm -hmm. Who is ACL? Like late in the season. He's going to be out for, he might not, I don't think he's playing this season. So did Breeze Hall. Well, yeah, Brees Hall's a fucking beast, and they're trying to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, you got nothing in the Rams, especially if Cooper Cup is hurt. Yeah, true. Tyler Higby, shout out, best ball. 49ers, I know it's interesting because of Shanahan, because of Kittle, who was kind of always sneaky hurt these past couple of years with Purdy slash Sam Darnold. I mean, I, I know their defense is impeccable. It's going to be yes. low-scoring games. But minus 165 to win the division when you have the Seahawks, who I think got better. And, and you know, 33 is back, too. I mean, <laughs> I know we, you know, he gets hate from the, from the Jets fans, but he's a good, he's a good player at the very least. At least we can say that we can agree on that. They, they have, they have 
Najigba, Lockett, and Metcalf as yep. straight. I mean, those are animals at wide receivers, man. Those are. I'm scared of the Seattle Seahawks. My biggest and thing the, on my biggest thing on Jackson Smith and Jigba is I was saying with these Ohio State receivers is he might be the best out of all of them. And we saw what Garrett Wilson did in NFL last year. We're seeing what these guys can do. I still think there's a chance that JSN is the best out of all of them. And Garrett Wilson, I hope, is the number one wide receiver in all of football this year. Don't say all of them because the best one out of all of them is coming out this year. His name is Marvin Harrison Jr. There's a chance. There's a he's chance. He's the best one. He's there's unbelievable. And he's going to make this terrible Ohio State quarterback look amazing uh, this weekend in mean, week one college football. But, again, neither here nor there. Yep. I love plus 200 Seattle. I have him everywhere. Everywhere is Seattle winning the division. Everywhere is Seattle making the playoffs for me. I don't even want to touch wild card. I'm not agreeing to wild card. I'm just taking the division or playoffs. See, I like Seattle too a lot, John. I have them to make the playoffs. Um, and I kind of like the division at plus 200. Instead, I went with alternate over 10 and a half, which is also plus 200. So you can get 11 or 12 wins, and so for some reason, San Francisco is unreal this year, and they have 14 wins. You don't win the division, or through tiebreakers, you lose the division on a technicality. But as long as you get to that 11-win mark, it's the same payout. So I think to win this division, you're going to need to compete with San Francisco for the division. I think you're going to need 11, 12, 13 wins. So give me Seattle plus 200. I got so hot and bothered by the Saints. I didn't give out my pick for the Saints. 11 and a half alternate line over for them. Plus 350. So I'm really hamming the alternate overs and unders. I like the plus money. If you if you hit 40% of them, you're winning money. That's what I'm about. So yeah, give me Seattle plus 10 and a half over. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm going with Seattle here. And and that for me kind of wraps it up for the NFC. I'm I'm fading the lines just as much as I'm fading the Jaguars. But I need Calvin Ridley to do good. So that's a little selfish of me. But I, I, I just don't like those two teams. I hope Laporta does well. I hope Campbell does well for the Lions. But I just I just don't see it for some reason. I don't know. Uh, if I'm proven wrong, that's great. I'm scared of the NFC North, like you said, with so many question marks. I'm, yep. I'm treating the NFC South like the like Mac football. Like this, this feel like, this feel, it's just going to be a fun division. I just can't wait to see what happens there. Yeah, I know. It's going to yep. be good. Futures? More futures? Futures, futures, futures? I was going to say, do you have any crazy futures? Yeah, I got I got some. I'll, I'll warm me up here at the conference championship. Seattle plus 1,300. Giants plus 2,200. I think it's one of those conferences where it, even if you're making it in as a wild card, it's everything's obtainable. Everything's in front of you. If you get hot at the right time, if your defense is playing well, which I think Seattle's defense we didn't really talk about, I think is much improved. You bring Bobby Wagner back, led the, I think, NFC in tackles last year. It's a fun stat that people love. I don't really like too much, but hey, anyway, this is a gauge of what a good linebacker is, I guess. Um, and the Giants. Lovely. Yeah, and like your point, Jamal Adams is back. There's a couple other guys that are back. I saw CJ. I got to take it. I got to take it. They got the best corner in the league, right? Yeah, according to these idiots online, yeah, the best corner in the league. Um, and they also drafted another corner that's pretty good too. So they're going. They they have two young, really good corners out in Seattle um, to complement that offense. I think their defense is going to be pretty stout. Um, and the Giants, same thing. I think the Giants have a chance to get into this NFC Championship game plus twenty two hundred. Giants to win the Super Bowl plus forty eight hundred. I love a yeah. Jets Giants Super Bowl would be the coolest thing in the whole entire world. Um, San Francisco. 
Yeah, San Francisco also, plus 1,000. And the reason why I don't have San Francisco as conference champions is I found this little bet, John. I want your take on it. San Francisco to be the one seed in the NFC, plus 400. San Francisco to win the conference, plus 400. It's the same odds. But all, I, I guess it's difficult. Both are very obviously difficult. But I think it's easier for either San Francisco or the Eagles. I also have the Eagles plus 350 to, to be the one seed. One of those two teams to be the one seed than to them make it and win the, the conference championship. I think that's much harder than becoming the one seed in the NFC for these two, I think, pretty powerful teams. Yeah, I agree because they're both going to lose games. In the playoffs, you can't lose games. So it's just look way different. Yeah, and look what happened. First of all, they cannibalized each other last year in the playoffs because they played each other. But then also, too, look at what happened with San Francisco. Like, you just get hurt. And I know they added a third quarterback They're this year. right now. Sure. Yeah, but, but like, last year in the playoffs specifically, they literally ran out of quarterbacks to play. Like, <laughs> like San Francisco was good to go. But, Greg, did they fix their problem? I think no. so. I think Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy's healthy. Oh, my God. Bro, he's not healthy. He's barely going to make it to week one. And then they, they have Sam Donald behind him. It's the same idea. That's why yeah. I don't really trust San Francisco, man. I really don't. Yeah. They have a good so, defense. Yeah. I, I agree. C-Mac, amazing. I love him. I just I I just don't think they're gonna they're gonna be the best team in the NFC this year. Yeah. Whole, a whole entire team on the offensive side of the ball specifically for the for the 49ers is injury prone. So I can honestly see them now they're talking now that we're like really, really talking it out, Greg. I honestly like the conference bet better than the regular season bet because, like you said, everyone gets hurt. They they like they load manage during the season, yep. and when it's the playoffs, they turn it up. As soon as the playoffs, everyone's like, "Oh my god, how do we not bet San Francisco?" Like every, yep. as soon as soon as the playoffs start, is how do we not take San Francisco to make it to the Super Bowl every single year? So actually, yeah, I like the I conference agree. bet. Not that we're talking about it. Okay, good. I'm happy. That's why we do this show. I'm happy we talk this stuff out. Um, I gave out on the AFC episode to make the playoffs Jets, Seattle, Saints, Steelers, Lions plus 1665. I threw the Giants in on it today plus 4700. So again, you got two teams from the AFC, four teams from the NFC. So that's a little bit trickier. Plus 4700, Jets, Seattle, Saints, Steelers, Lions, Giants all to make the playoffs. Um, MVP and all that stuff. I have all AFC to score the least amount of points I talked about in the AFC episode. A lot of people are talking about the Cardinals being the worst team in the league. I think they were plus two or 300 to have the worst record in football this year. Instead, I like the Colts to score the least amount of points at plus 500. Better odds on that to have the worst record. You can avoid some fluky things with some other teams. All you have to do is just score the least amount of points. I think they're actively trying to to lose. So um, do that. And then also give up the least amount of points. I talked about the Saints offense or just defense. I talked about the Saints strength of schedule. I have the Jets and the Saints. Jets plus 1,600 to give up the least amount of points. Saints plus 1,400 to give up the least amount of points. Now let me ask you a question. Would sure. you rather take... Sauce Gardner to win Defensive Player of the Year rather than Jets to a lot of least amount of points. Is Sauce Gardner fourteen hundred for like sixteen hundred? 
yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll find a way to get that bet in and put it in because I don't think I can in, on FanDuel. That's fine. Yeah. All right. I, mean, I think that's phenomenal. The NFC. I, I, last thing, John. Yeah. Last thing. 30 touchdowns. Oh, you love this bet. Geno Smith, Jared Goff, yeah. Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence. No way. Pass happy offenses. Bad, bad divisions. <laughs> decent quarterbacks. What are we talking about? <laughs> 30 touchdowns. 35 is a lot, so I trimmed it back a little bit. 30 plus 8,285. So plus 8,300. A little bit of a long shot. Throw 10 bucks on, try to win 800. 30 touchdowns from those guys. That should be, that should be, that should be higher odds. Those, those quarterbacks stink, Greg. Who stinks in that list? Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence. Dude. I know. All right. Only one I way know to find a hot out. Take. I know. I know. Trevor yeah, Lawrence I think it's a hot take. I think Jared Goff was pretty good last year. I know. They were both good last year. Yeah. So we'll see. That's the beauty that of it. All right. That's why, that's why we play the game. Greg, one week. It's incredible. One week. Very excited. One week, Greg. Oh, my God. I can't wait to go to Jet Life Stadium. All right. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ATZ period, YouTube. Like and subscribe for us means a lot. At Winning P Weekly on the X Twitter. At Jay Malika, at Knicks Jets, etc. Let us know what you got. And we'll see you for the NFL Week 1 slate coming next week. Let's go, Greg. Let's go. Can't wait.